1: Welcome everyone. I hope you are all very well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your love Light host, and I am delighted for you to join us on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love Light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. We have a fantastic show today, Be Your Own Banker with Mark Ellis. How we feel about ourselves impacts All key areas of our lives, including financial self-care, that is essential for our well-being. Financial well-being encompasses how much your financial situation and money choices provide you with security and freedom of choice that allows you to enjoy life. Having your heart and mind free from worry and creating positive financial well-being makes us stronger individually, for our families, and communities now and for the future. Our guest today, Mark Ellis, will provide wisdom and insight on how to have that financial security and freedom that we all would like, how to be your own banker and become self-empowered. Mark Lewis is a man on a mission to help you think differently about your money, your economy, and your future. He is a certified financial planner, a three-time number one best-selling author, owner of Lake Growth Financial Services, a financial firm in Chicago, Illinois, and co-host of the Not Your Average Financial Podcast. And over the years, Mark has helped hundreds of his clients take back control of their financial future and build their business with proven tax efficient Financial solutions unknown to most financial gurus. He has become known as not your average financial planner. And so now I'm truly grateful and honored to present our guest for today, Mark Willis, on our show, Be Your Own Banker. Welcome, Mark, to our show today.
2: Jean Marie, thank you very much for having me on the show. Thank you.
1: Well, we're delighted to have you. And, Mark, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what really inspired your, your work in this field?
2: Well, thank you. And, again, thank you for having me on today. It's been a, a wonderful ride. You know, I work with clients all over the country, and in many ways they resemble my own journey in some ways, and in many ways they, uh, they are inspiring me to take further action. Uh, in fact, I've had the great privilege of working with business owners real estate professionals and even NFL Super Bowl champions but most people I work with are just trying to take some more control over their finances they feel like uh, before they met me they, they they say that they felt like tennis balls floating down the gutter of life uh, but what they wanted was to move upstream financially and to take some some control and some empowerment as you say in their financial picture and so it's, it's been a privilege and an honor to get to to work with folks all around the country to help them build real wealth outside of Wall Street and become their own source of financing.
1: That is amazing. And I, as I was reading your story, I, I saw that after graduating with six figures of student loan debt, how you turned debt into wealth. And that's what so many are really trying to do, especially during these challenging, challenging times. And you're showing people how to you know, really be their own boss and, you know, find their own source of uh, uh, financial security. And that's so empowering. Well, Mark, what do you see as prominent financial challenges and concerns that most people face? To share with our listeners.
2: Well, there's external and internal. Let me start with the external first, because those, are, those in some ways are easier to deal with. Uh, we have a lot of financial headwinds coming at us right now. Let's talk about inflation. Let's talk about high taxes. Let's talk about national debt. Let's talk about personal debt. Uh, you know, I, I could have a whole conversation with each, you know, with each of those issues right there. Uh, but we could keep going, right? Uh, the the amount of credit card debt just in the month of August, twenty twenty two, exceeded more than it's ever grown in ever in recorded history. Okay, so we are putting more on the credit card. Maybe it's the gas bill. Maybe it's uh, the grocery bill, but for some reason, we are spending like crazy, and we 're not buying more stuff it 's just all costing more uh, we've got good reasons for it too you know there's uh, there's inflation there's war in the uh, in eastern europe there's lots of concerns you know and headwinds pushing us backwards but there's also the internal struggle too we 're working against our best interest. you know I really want a six pack but I also love donuts and ice cream. And so we regularly work against our best interest. And it's not that we don't have the information. We have great shows. Uh, We have great education. We've got great books we can read. There's infinite number of ways we can learn about how to take control of our finances. Everybody has access to the information that they need to do what they need to do with their money. There's enough information out there. We know what to do with our money, but we don't do it. And I think it's because we're hardwired by the time we're about 18 years old with our belief system. It's our operating system that allows us to see the world. It's our operating system that's controlled by our subconscious, which controls essentially 95% of what we do, what we say, what we act, what we believe about our world. And it's that subconscious that typically drives what we ultimately become. And that's really, I think, the, the subconscious beliefs that we all have about money. For example, I'm, I'll just read a few of these here that, that I was journal, journaling about, and I've heard other clients say, they'll tell me things like, well, Mark, I don't deserve money. Money is the root of all evil. Others need it more than me. Or the reverse of that, I need it more than others. I hear others say, there's never enough money. I'll hear other people say, when I make money, Mark, I just lose it. Or my spouse will take care of me, or the government will take care of me, or my kids will take care of me, or, hey, this money thing is just too complicated, I'm just not good with numbers, my eyes just glaze over. These are all poison to your beliefs about money. And you have to find a better way if we're going to become abundant. Not necessarily rich with dollar signs after our name, but abundant in our ways of thinking about money.
1: Mark, I am so happy that you brought up those External and internal struggles,
2: but did you have something to say? I didn't want to interrupt you. No, that's uh, that's that's a. I think what we're faced with the question is how will we respond, and that that honestly is the penultimate question for many people's financial life. Many people are never f- awake enough to realize that these headwinds are pushing them backwards. They honestly all they do is plug money into a four hundred one k and charge up their credit cards and. Uh, overspend every weekend, and r- wash, rinse, repeat, unfortunately. Now, there are ways out of that trap, but too often we don't realize that we're in the trap until it's unfortunately too late.
1: And you're here to make us more aware, and I'm really delighted that you brought up our belief system because that was one of the questions I had for you. Many are caught up in this these feelings of unworthiness, lack, uh, undeserving, and these faulty beliefs you really inhibit uh even the thought of being more financially uh, secure, so I am so happy for you to bring that up. Any suggestions for dealing with those belief systems that are false
2: absolutely yes and and don't worry for folks that love the technical and the strategic we're gonna get down the the ladder from you know the yes. esoteric down to the very practical. But uh, I like to start at the top because if we don't fix our mindsets and our beliefs about money, it's going to be very difficult to change the results. And, uh, you know, it doesn't matter how much you have in your 401k or, you know, heck, you could win the lottery tomorrow. But if you've got the wrong mindset about money, it'll be gone. In fact, I was reading just the other day, 70% of all lottery winners have lost everything and are in a lower net worth state within five years of winning the lottery. And that to me Mm -hmm. says it's not about rate of return and it's not about, you know, picking the right index funds or mutual funds. It's about mindset first. And so start with beliefs. I'm going to describe what I call the bear trap and the B stands for beliefs. The E in the bear trap stands for excuses. We all make excuses and we all decide for ourselves, well, I'm just I'm not going to be good enough with money or if every time I make some money, I'm going to lose it. Or, oh, I don't need to work hard. The government will just take it. Whatever your excuse is, analyze that. Decide if that's truly serving you or if it's no longer serving you. Someone once told me this, Jean-Marie, and it's been very valuable to me, not just in the world of finance, but in all areas of life. Uh, The quote is, what saves you in the morning kills you at night. What saves Hmm. you in the morning kills you at night. And that's true with our survival mechanisms. You know, when you're a child, maybe you needed to be the funny kid. To survive and, and to make your parents happy, but if you're still playing that same card as a 50 year old and and uh, you know no one treats you seriously, that that could be killing you in the later years. Or if you had to become an introvert to get away from you know abusive situations as a child, maybe that was a survival technique. But uh, you know as an older person, maybe that's no longer serving you. So these excuses uh, are born out of our beliefs. Uh, after excuses come our actions. What we do as a result of our beliefs and our excuses become what we actually embody and and act out in the world. And then finally, those actions will lead to results. This is why um, people, even when they begin to make some money, unknowingly start to lose it. How many people have you met where they made a little bit more money? Maybe they got a pay raise at, at work, but then they found a way to get themselves fired or you know, to go out and spend the money that they made. You know, there's even a there's even a financial law in the universe called Parkinson's Law. And the law says that uh, money, uh, expenses will rise to meet your income. Mm. Expenses will rise to meet your income. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? That's interesting. So, yeah. <laughs> Every time you get that pay raise, you'll find a way to spend it or to lose it if you have the wrong beliefs about money, for example. So these are the bear trap that i see many people stuck in and why we find ourselves broke now there are ways to fix it to to escape from the bear trap um, but first we have to realize where we're at before we can escape
1: now that is profound it's interesting how these things play out in all aspects of our lives and we end up self-sabotaging and i really appreciate you sharing The acronym for the bear trap because that's exactly what it is. And you brought up the beliefs, the excuses, the laundry list of excuses that we have, and how in the end, you know, you don't feel worthy, you don't feel like you deserve, and you really set yourself up for for, for failure. So we really appreciate you highlighting, you know, uh, these beliefs that are traps. And you're offering hope (laughs) that so. Many listeners really uh, would like to know, how do I start? You know, how do I uh, really offset these beliefs? Many are having financial challenges, and there are those who are continuing to invest in themselves. That can be quite costly with no real return on personal investment. What are your thoughts about that? You know, we keep educating ourselves and doing more to invest Mm -hmm. in more but not seeing the return.
2: Well, that's just it i think the I think the best and most important thing we can do is to realize that we are our own greatest investment, and that's a hmm. that's a belief that's a new belief that you can use to escape from the bear trap to have a new belief about yourself that investing in yourself is your own greatest rate of return. I can mathematically prove this um, and uh, we can get into that if you'd like but You know, investing in yourself, new information, new certifications, new degrees, take that weekend class, become a better version of yourself, and mathematically speaking, you'll get that pay raise, you'll get that side job, you'll earn more income, you'll be able to become a better version of yourself, enjoying the person you're with all day long, as well as making some more money along the way. So that's just one of uh, the many ways we help our clients break free from the bear trap.
1: Well, actually, it's very encouraging for you to say we are our greatest investment, and it's especially for those who feel unworthy or that, gosh, you know, I'm in debt, I can't get out of this, you know, why bother? And I'm sure working with your clients, you you may have had people that feel that way, that I'm deep, I can't get out, there's no way, but you're offering this ray of light.
2: <laughs> You've got to fix those core beliefs, focus on the gratitude of what you do have, focus on what you can influence rather than what has been put upon you, uh, live in that abundant mindset that there's always more where that came from rather than, I got to get mine from, and take it from somebody else. You know, you've got to have that new set of beliefs and that'll help move you into a new cycle, an upwardly bound cycle. Uh, toward transformation and resilience. And we can get into that a little bit more later, but uh, I will tell you that this is not just a bunch of um, woo-woo, thoughtful reflection. There are tangible, specific financial strategies that are embedded into the tax code that have been proven for generations that help encourage this new set of beliefs that you and I are describing, Jean-Marie. It's not just uh, esoteric, wishful thinking. We're not just burying our heads in the sand as to the real impact of market turbulence that we've all experienced this year or, again, hyper, at least high inflation that we've all seen this year. There are real practical strategies that can help bring some sanity and embed those new beliefs into your financial portfolio. And I can't wait to get into some of that with you in in our um, next segment.
1: Okay, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for really highlighting uh, these issues and for giving us hope, examining beliefs that we can escape from the bear trap. So we're excited to learn more and hear more from your uh, wisdom that you have to offer us and get into some practical strategies and steps. And I'd like to you to probably when we come back from break to really talk about the traditional uh, how how your uh, – what are different ways of moving from the traditional financial options and looking at new ways of really being with ourselves and becoming financially free. But I, but I think it's time for a brief commercial break. So for our listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back with more on Be Your Own Banker with our amazing guest, Mark Willis, Certified financial planner, three-time number one best-selling author, the owner of Lake Growth Financial Services in Chicago, Illinois, and co-host of the Not Your Average Financial Podcast. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
3: Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period, following nine ingredients in the recipe of love love mastery devotion journal 21 day weekly prompts and affirmations is available on amazon.com and balboa press
4: Dot com, or click the link on the love light show page
3: best-selling authors international news honors best-selling authors around the globe dr jean marie farish is featured in the newly released issue of published magazine to have first access to this treasured resource go to publishedmagazine.com vicki winterton and dr jean marie farish have compiled a dynamic book we're all in this together embrace one another an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love resilience inclusivity and compassion this book is an invaluable source of uplifting inspiring and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world we're all in this together embrace one another is available on amazon.com be sure to get your copy today Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love, and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today.
5: I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now, and how we can surrender, but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Accenture Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day.
4: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: you are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at gene 72 farish at yahoo.com. That's gene 72 farish at yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Welcome back to Love
1: Light Living in the spirit of love. And if you're just joining us, we are with our outstanding guest, Mark Willis, on our show today, Be Your Own Banker. Mark is a certified financial planner, three-time number one best-selling author, the owner of Late Growth Financial Services in Chicago, Illinois, and co-host of the Not Your Average Financial Podcast. And Mark certainly has shed light on you know our beliefs and how we can take control of our financial future. And Mark is going to share with us these traditional versus new perspectives on looking at our financial situation.
2: Well, thank you again for having me on, Jean Marie. Yeah, the the biggest first part, I think we've already done the the heavy lifting, which is really just to understand where we get our beliefs about money. I know I grew up not really having a silver spoon in my hand. I had $120,000 of student loan debt weighing me down as I graduated college. And we, my wife and I graduated into the Great Recession of 2008 and had no plans, no goals, no job, no budget, even, to handle our, our money. And we were starting to rack up credit cards to make matters worse. And it was scary, I remember. Uh, the the fear of how are we going to do this uh, with no jobs to really help us pay off that big debt. You're always taught that student loans are good debt, quote unquote. Good for who is my question. (laughs) Uh, But it's certainly certainly the case that there's uh, trillions of dollars now that are um, owed to student loan companies and more to mortgages and even more to credit cards. The volume of debt has never been this high. And I'll say this, banking is maybe the most profitable business in human history. In fact, I will say it, it is the most profitable business in human history. And that is you know, backed up by margin rates on you know, major banks. And just look up on Wikipedia, the most profitable business in the world is the banking sector. And in fact, there's a great book out on this topic. It's called Debt, The First 5,000 Years, just a history book on debt. It's by David Graeber. And, uh, you know, I I, I was blown away at the longevity of the debt instrument in human society. It's as old, banking is as old and as fundamental to the human experience as marriage, as friendship, as cave paintings, I mean, debt goes all the way back to the earliest parts of ourselves. As far back as we have recorded history, we have had banks. And more properly, I should say, we've had banking. And I'd actually like to make a distinction there, Jean-Marie. There's a difference between banks and banking. One is a noun, one is a verb. At least uh, that's what my English teacher, I think, would tell me. And there's a big difference there because how we understand banks is what we see in our mind's eye. When I think about a bank, I see a, you know, a big building, maybe there's some columns, you know Roman columns, Corinthian columns. They have uh, you know, tellers behind glass, and they have deposit slips and, and uh, you know, ATM machines. That is not what I mean when I say banking. The banking function can be done by a bank, as you and I might understand them, but banking can be done by anyone... Or any other entity. You know, your business might have a bank. I just learned that, uh, that, that Apple has a banking function. You know, you can, you can do uh, financing with Apple. Your Ford, com- Ford Motor Company, they make more money on the financing of their vehicles than they do on selling their vehicles. Mm-hmm. Let that sink in for a minute. Ford Motor Company makes more money financing their vehicles than they do in selling their vehicles. This to me says that banking is something that we should all be paying attention to because we're already participating in the banking industry. And most of us participate in the banking industry by you know working as a borrower in that industry. We have credit cards, we have mortgages, we have finance companies. We have student loans. You know the the list goes on and on, business loans, right? And according to the U.S. Commerce Bureau, the average amount of our income that goes to debt exceeds almost 30%. That's an incredibly large wow. amount of our money just going to service our debt. I mean, Jean Marie, if that, if that is even half true, that's a devastation because time is money, as the old saying goes. So what is a third of my day? What's a third of your day? We're we're spending a third of our day as slaves to a bank, and that's a shame. So the next question is, some people will tell me, well, all right, Mark, well, that's fine for those that have all this debt, but I'm doing pretty good, Mark. I, I pay cash for my cars. I never have a credit card balance. All my debts are gone. Maybe I've got a low interest on my mortgage. I'm doing okay. And first of all, I'll congratulate them for thinking and being a saver. That's fine. But then I want to really poke them in the eye a little bit, kindly, of course. (laughs) And (laughs) the truth is we finance everything we buy when we pay cash. Even when we pay cash, we're participating in the banking system. And there's two ways that happens. The first way is we contributed money to the problem. What happens when we put money into a deposit savings account? Does it just sit there and, you know, Grow spiderwebs until we go ask for it again? No, of course not. What do they do with the money when we deposit it? If I put uh, some money into the bank, let's say I put 1000 bucks into the bank this afternoon, are they just going to let it sit there, Jean-Marie, or what do they do with that money? What are your, They're going to use it. <laughs> They're going to use it, yeah. What do they do? They're going to loan it out, right, to the guy behind me in line. How much of my money can they loan out? Mm. Would you believe me if I said all of it?
1: All of it. All of it. And think about everyone who has, you know, deposits and how that money is is working
2: for the bank. Thank you. Go ahead. This is interesting. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, that's right. And how much do they, you know, pay me as a depositor for the privilege of saving my money and giving it to them? How much of interest do they pay me? Well, you know, it depends, but probably less than 1%. But how much did they charge the guy behind me in line for that bank loan? Oh, depends, right? Of course, but probably 10 to 20%, depending on what he was borrowing it for. How much of the bank's money did they have in that whole scheme? The bank had no money. None of their own money was involved in that transaction. They used my money, paid me a less than 1% interest, and then loaned it out to the guy behind me in line for 10x what they paid me. That's an infinite rate of return for the bank. Let that sink in for a minute. That's an infinite rate of return it's not even their money, and they're making money off of it. That's impressive. But there's a second way that even when you pay cash, you're still part of the banking problem, and that's because you finance everything you buy. And this was the wake-up call of my adult life. When I realized that when I borrow or when I pay cash for something, I'm actually stealing it from my future self. If I bought a $30,000 car let's say, $30,000 car, if I paid cash for that car, sure, the sticker price on the vehicle said thirty grand, but what was the true price or cost of that car? The true cost of the car is whatever $30,000 would have grown to in my own accounts had I not bought the car and simply let that money grow and compound for the rest of my life instead. Hmm. So I stole that future money from myself. That future money might be 200 grand, depending on the interest that it grew on, right? So 30 grand might grow to 200,000 dollars over my lifetime. And depending on your age and whatever, it might be a different number for you, but that's the idea. You're financing it from your future self. You're actually stealing from your future self, and that's the interest that you'll never see. And that's why your financing happens whether you use a bank or you pay cash. You're still participating in the banking industry, the banking business, the banking industry. But there has to be a better way, and I, I I detail this in great detail in the books that I've co-authored and in the podcasts that I've uh, that I put out on a weekly basis. And the third and better way to uh, to purchase major things like cars or real estate or other big purchases is to become the bank for yourself. The bank on yourself mm-hmm. means that you bypass typical banks, credit cards, finance companies. You also bypass. Big industries like Wall Street and more to become your own source of financing allows you to continually participate in the banking verb without necessarily having to participate with the banking nouns, right? The banks. You can fire your banker and sit behind their desk instead and take back control of that part of your life, which unfortunately steals too much of our lives. Again, if it's the average American, it's about a third of their life is stolen by banks. We haven't even brought up taxes or, or market volatility, but that's, uh, that's just taking care of a big part of most of my clients' financial problems, which is how are we going to buy the stuff of life? Sure, it's great to get a great rate of return on your mutual funds. That's fine. And nice to do when you can do it. Can't, hard to see it happening this year in 2022. But what's better and more important, in my opinion, more valuable, in my opinion, is how you're going to buy the 10 cars you're going to buy over your lifetime the four houses you're probably going to buy over your lifetime, sending the two kids to college over your lifetime, and their kids too, your grandkids. uh, How are you going to do the stuff of life? Hopefully go on a few vacations too. What about investing in a business? How will we buy all of this stuff? It's going to be millions of dollars. Will you finance it? Will you pay cash? Or could you possibly become your own banker and actually benefit from the interest that you would have otherwise had to pay out the back door to all the crooks and snakes that we call bankers.
1: What an education. (laughs) You're giving us this new perspective because most of us are looking for a better day in the future once the kids get educated or once the house gets paid for. And for many, that day never comes. And you went straight to the heart when you said how we are feeling from, from our future self, <laughs> that, that made an impact with me, and becoming our own banker. So Mark, we want to dive into your tools and strategies and techniques, so please proceed.
2: Absolutely. Well, you know, again, it's a mindset shift to think like a banker. We have to change our beliefs but we also have to bring it all the way down the ladder to real practical tangible financial products and vehicles that allow us to do what we're believing we can do it's one thing for me to say i can fly and to believe that it's another thing to uh, try to jump off a cliff and try to see what i can do right <laughs> no i've got to build a real finance i've got to build a real vehicle called an airplane to actually fly if i'm going to do that so it- now we have to get into the nuts and bolts of this to make it happen to experiment with this process called banking. And again, I truly believe as a certified financial planner that your response to the banking function in your life means more to the outcomes of your financial future than virtually any other financial decision. And by that, I mean what stocks you're going to invest in, where you might send your kid to college, what kind of car you're going to buy, uh, what kind of real estate you might invest in. No, those are important. How, and, and certainly we want to pay attention to those and more. But your banking decisions are really the most important and functional parts of your financial life. So how do we do it? How do we bring it all the way down the ladder to real financial vehicles that we can park cash in that allow us to become our own banker? Well, I'll I'll dip my toe into this now, and then we might have a deeper dive after the break here. But let's just describe a a little-known asset that I stumbled across as I was doing my research uh, and exploring as a certified financial planner. And, you know, I looked at everything. It was I counted at least 450 different parking spaces for your money to live. Mutual funds, annuities, real estate, dynastic trusts. The list went on and on and on. There were infinite number of ways you could put your money to work. I counted at least 450, and then I just stopped counting. Um, and of all things, I wanted to find a way to build my wealth safely, to pay off my student loans that had accumulated, and to make a financial plan for my family and my future, myself, and all the big purchases we'd planned to make over our lifetime. And of all things, Jean-Marie, a little-known variation of dividend-paying whole-life insurance met all the criteria I needed for me to, one, pay off my debt, two, build wealth safely and predictably, and three, become my own source of financing for all of my life's needs. And it was, a, it was a surprise to me because I had been taught, like most financial planners, that really whole life insurance was not a good place to park cash. And yet here I was, I couldn't look away from this very compelling approach to using an insurance contract to build a bunch of wealth, to become my own banker, and to bank on myself. Uh, so that's, that's in principle, the tool that I've used for myself and for many of our clients. It's a modernized form of whole life insurance, div- dividend-paying whole life insurance. It allows us uh, to enjoy dividends when the company is profitable because it's mutually owned, meaning not by public shareholders on Wall Street, but owned by the, sh- the policyholders of uh, the insurance company. Now, how we get into banking and what this has to do at all with becoming your own banker, uh, maybe we'll do after the break, but any feedback or thoughts on what I've said so far?
1: This is absolutely just perfect, because let's face it, the American dream has been quite costly, where we're externally investing and we're not seeing returns, and we've not been educated on how to be our own banker, and you're really... Shedding light on how we can take control and reclaim ourselves and our finances to really enjoy life and not continue to just, you know, invest in what's not working for us. I, I you know, and, and, and your, your, your your recommendations about whole life and, of course, so many strategies that you share, we can't wait to dive in after break to hear more because there are lots of people who are retired and, uh, you know, they're. They're not really getting any, you know, returns. They're just kind of looking at life being over. So maybe you can shed light on that as we return from break and you share more strategies to help us build, you know, financial wealth. So, But now, Mark, I think we're ready for a brief commercial break. So for our listeners, stay tuned for more of this enlightening and valuable conversation today on Be Your Own Banker with Mark Ellis, who's giving us hope, teaching us how to get out of the bear trap, how to escape. He's a certified financial planner, three-time number one best-selling author, owner of Lake Growth Financial Services in Chicago, Illinois, and co-host of the Not Your Average Financial Podcast. So stay tuned. We'll be right back.
3: Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean-Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today.
5: I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on the voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender, but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group. That is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity through this facebook group you can also join my free access question and answer session with spirit on the first wednesday to thursday of every month just search ascent community on facebook to join the group in this session i answer questions and transmit energy from spirit to give you guidance and support because life on planet earth ain't easy right now, and there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at dubdubdubascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day.
3: Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love. announcing Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21 day weekly prompts and affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21 day period, following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations, is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com.
4: Or click the link on the Love Light show page. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Welcome back to Love Light, living in the spirit of love. And joining me is our outstanding guest, Mark Willis, certified
1: financial planner three-time number one best-selling author, owner of Lake Growth Financial Services in Chicago, Illinois, and co-host of the Not Your Average Financial Podcast. So, Mark, thank you for really sharing those strategies for us to to build our wealth and become our own banker. Let's just dive in for more strategies for our listeners.
2: Absolutely. Well, for those that are uh, still open-minded, I know I was very close-minded when I first heard that this was built on the chassis of a whole life insurance contract. I almost turned away and didn't, you know, consider it because I'd had such a bias toward that particular financial vehicle. And I couldn't really honestly tell you why. Uh, if you had pushed me on it, I probably would have told you that I heard it on some radio program um, that, you know, never to put money into whole life insurance. And you know, to be quite candid with you, the radio guest or the radio host that I'm referring to is probably right about most whole life insurance, but the kind that I'm describing right now is categorically different in multiple ways that we get into on our podcast. But suffice it to say, this design of whole life insurance is designed to do some things really, really well. And so I'll kind of break that down right now. It allows us to do four things. One, it is life insurance, so I I never want to bypass that. It allows my family to get more money than I've saved for them guaranteed in the contract. This is a wonderful way to make sure that my family is taken care of, and I cannot overlook that. I can leave it to any family member I want or to all the family or to a charity, whatever I wish. Number two, the cash value is another component of this life insurance contract. It's not just death insurance, as some people say. It's life insurance. It's for my whole life, forgive the pun. And that means there is a cash living benefit, not just a death benefit. And that cash benefit is called a cash value. That's money I can spend while I'm breathing. And Jean Marie, I don't know about you, but it's a lot more fun to spend money while I'm alive. Of course. (laughs) So, Absolutely. Yeah. So This cash value is what I can use and spend and enjoy for any purpose I want. I can buy a trip to Hawaii. I've done that with my policy. I can go invest in some real estate. I've done that with my policy. Okay, so that's a cash value, and it grows on a guaranteed basis every single year. The money in that policy will increase on a guaranteed amount every single year, regardless of what the stock market's doing regardless of who's in the White House, regardless of what's going on in Eastern Europe, it is guaranteed to hit an all-time record high every single year. And that's a sleep well at night comment if I've ever heard one. the third is that this money is liquid and accessible to me with no taxes due. If it's designed the correct way, if it's designed the bank on yourself way, then the access of that money does not trigger a taxable event. So in many ways, it's structured somewhat to a Roth IRA in the tax code in that it's not taxed when we pull the money out. But unlike a Roth IRA, we can pull the money out when we're 69 and a half or 49 and a half or 29 and a half. You don't have to be some magic age to get the money out. It's your money. Imagine that. You don't have to get a permission slip from the government to use your own money. How cool is that? And then the last yeah. fourth thing here is that you can – use the cash value as collateral for a loan from the insurance company and borrow from yourself. You can essentially become your own banker, borrowing against the cash value, and the policy, the cash value, will continue to grow on that guaranteed amount that I mentioned earlier, even on the capital I borrowed, as if I hadn't touched a dime of the money. Let me say this a slightly different way so it's very clear to folks. Let's say that you had $100,000 $100,000 in cash value in one of these policies, all right? That means you have hundred grand that you can do whatever you want with. Let's say that you found that nice car. Again, I'll use $30,000 as my example. You could borrow against the policy with no questions asked, pay cash at the dealer for the car, but the policy will continue to grow and compound as if the entire $100,000 is in there, and as if there was no loan against the policy. And then you're in control of repaying that loan to the policy that you own at whatever pace you wish. It might take you one year. It might take you 10 years. You could skip payments. No one's going to come repo your car <laughs> unless you're going to repo <laughs> it from yourself. You know? uh, They're not going to wreck your credit score. It's your policy. You're the banker. You're the one in control. If you never pay off the loan, They'll just deduct it from your death benefit when you pass away. So the insurance company knows you're good for it, which is why there's no required repayment plan on these loans. Now, to me, this beats paying cash. Using my policy beats paying cash. Why is that? Well, again, when I pay cash for something, it stops growing in my savings account or my checking or my brokerage account or wherever I pulled the money from. Whenever I spend the money, it's gone. But when I borrow from my policy to pay cash for the purchase, my policy will continue to compound as if I hadn't taken the loan. This gives me uninterrupted compound growth. And Jean-Marie, isn't that the, isn't that the fountain of youth for our money? Isn't that the eighth it, it, wonder of the world, to have uninterrupted really, compounding growth?
1: Yes, it really is. Uh, just a strategy like that you've given us, you've outlined the benefits. Of how we can really become our own banker and really love life and be our own banker and you know sharing what you you know these tools and techniques to help us become free and build our uh, financial future is so amazing. Uh, Mark, what about those who are retired? Any 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 suggestions?
2: Sure, yeah, for those that are. Mm-hmm. For those that are retired, you know, and and I would say, too, don't count yourself out no matter your age. The way we design Mm -hmm. these policies, these whole life insurance policies, it matters less how many candles are on your birthday cake, let's just say. You know, if you're young or old, the way we design these policies, we shrink down the expenses on the policy. We cut the commissions. We cut the insurance expense. In fact, I've seen clients that are in their late 60s and early 70s, and the cash value grows just as well as if you were in your 20s or 30s. The only difference would be the amount of death benefit you'd purchase if you were 20 years old versus, you know, 70 years old, let's say. But for for those who are already retired, what a benefit to have one of these efficient, guaranteed policies. I know a lot of retirees who would give their right arm to make sure that their money was at least safe and, and not losing money like it is right now in the stock market. Jean-Marie, yeah. we are down, as of this recording, we're down 25% in most markets, mm. like the S&P 500 and NASDAQ. Now, wouldn't it be nice if you could have an absolute guarantee that you'd, you'd stop that bleeding, but in fact, you'd get some guaranteed growth every single year when the rest of the world was running around with their hair on fire you could sleep peacefully at night, knowing that your account statements will always show you a bigger number every time you open up the account statement when it comes in the mail. So yes, for even retirees, life insurance can provide a buffer against a lot of the insanity that you're seeing in the rest of your financial life, your Wall Street life, but also your, your spending life, too. I have a lot of folks who love putting their, you know their distributions from their Social Security that they don't need to live on or their IRA check that they don't need to spend, but they're forced to take out due to required minimum distributions. And putting that money into a life insurance policy can be a way to leave a great legacy to your grandkids or to your favorite charity and also get it out of a taxable environment, which is unfortunately going to be the case for too many people uh, when they leave those IRAs or 401ks to the kids. Oh, wow.
1: Wow like guaranteed lifetime income that never runs dry,
2: right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. What if that was uh, your story? What if that was something that you knew with absolute certainty that you'd have uh, a check coming in the mail and an increasing net worth every single year? What would that do to how you handled bad surprises in the news? What would that do for the personal headwinds of the rest of our financial life, the, the mindset would be different, right? Our mindset yeah. toward money would be different. We'd say there's always more where that came from rather than, you know, got to pinch every penny and hope and pray. You know, hope and prayer is great when we're um, at church. It's not great when we're trying to figure out our finances and depending on Wall Street. I do not want to pray to Wall Street. I have bigger <laughs> things to pray to.
1: And, Mark, that's why we really need people like you to get us on the right track in building our financial future. But, Mark, for our listeners out there, do you have any tips on how and where do we start? Is it too late?
2: Mm. Well, uh, I can say absolutely not. You are as young as you'll ever be ever again. And, sure, the best time to plant that tree was probably 20 years ago. But as the saying goes, the second best time to plant that tree is right now, today. You know, you can start something that breaks you free right now. You can also start something today that breaks your family free right now. The only question is, will you? Knowledge is not power. I mentioned this earlier. Knowledge is not power. I was taught this as a kid, that knowledge is power. Uh, It's false. I don't believe that's true. You must apply the knowledge. We already have enough books on financial planning. We have the entire internet full of information. It's not the knowledge that will give us the freedom. It's putting that knowledge to work to implement what we have learned. And there will be many people who will listen to this, and they're going to move on to the next podcast or the next show. But then there's going to be just a few of us who say, you know what, enough's enough. enough. I'm ready to start taking my first steps or my next steps toward holistic wealth to become my own source of financing. And they are the ones that are going to be saving their future uh, for their children, their grandchildren, and beyond. Uh, So, no, it's it's always a great time to start. I had a gentleman just the other day. He's one of these health nuts in his late 70s who still does 100 push-ups a day, this guy. Uh, And he's starting his very first whole life insurance policy at 79 years young. And he's probably going to outlive me, to be honest with you. <laughs> but he's just like, uh, one, one great example of someone who knows for sure that he has a belief system that is not fixed. It's, it's a growth mindset. It's an abundance mindset. It's an empowered mindset, one that's f- swimming upstream rather than being dragged downstream, like that tennis ball floating down life's gutter, like I mentioned sure. earlier. I just love working with people like yourself, Jean-Marie, who know that you can move upstream financially, emotionally, holistically in all areas of your life um, because you know that one little step leads to the next, which leads to the next.
1: Mark, that is so encouraging. So how can our listeners connect with you to to learn more or to actually uh, take advantage of your services and programs?
2: Well, thank you very much. Yeah, the... Best way to reach out would be to schedule a 15-minute brainstorming session. Happy to have an introductory call with you. If you'd like to begin to build real wealth outside of Wall Street, if you'd like to become your own banker uh, for all the major purchases you expect to make in your life or in your family's life, then reach out to me. I can help. Go to kickstartwithmark.com. That's kickstartwithmark.com. And fill out that quick form. Let us know that you'd like to meet for 15 minutes. I can answer your questions. I mean, just imagine what it would feel like to open up your account statements every year when they come in the mail, seeing those numbers getting bigger and bigger, regardless of what the headlines in the news say. So that's uh, kickstartwithmark.com.
1: Okay. Well, thank you, Mark, for joining us today. You have really given us a lot of insight on how we can be our own banker. Uh, So thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, Tune in next week for our show, our very special holiday show, Love Like Holiday Jamboree. 2022 and access your weekly love light practice exercise posted on the blog pages of my website, Dr. Jean Marie Ferris, consciousloving.com and Jean Ferris com. Much gratitude to the voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your love light host coming to you from voice America. And until we meet again, remember and empower self. Is a loving self and keep your love light shining thank you so much for tuning in
0: today thank you for listening to Love Light this week be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9am Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel have a wonderful week Filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.